Oka when it comes to uh, the journey of Kaiser Chiefs there in the CAF Champions League and also talk a bit about Bito Musimane's side there, Al-Ali, because they also had a victory yesterday. The results there coming in, Kaiser Chiefs taking a narrow 1-0 win over Widad Athletic Club there. On the line, joining us today is a soccer net writer there, Nuhu Adams, and he joins us all the way from Ghana. Nuhu, good afternoon and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Lelo. Thank you so, so much, Nuhu. I mean, first and foremost, uh, you know, when it comes to your South African team that you favor, Orlando Pirates, they announced the additional, uh, well, the addition of Mandlang Nigaz on Friday into their technical team. What do you make of that? Yes, um, um, I never expected the, the appointment, but I think it's a good addition. Um, I've, I've seen many people reading meanings into it that uh, he's coming to take over from Joseph Zimbabwe. Mm. But um, I, I, can't, I can't say anything about it. I think it's a good addition. Um, we don't know the fate of Joseph Zimbabwe, but um, looking at the results of Orlando Paris in the season and in the Cup Congress Cup, I would want uh, management to part ways with Joseph Zimbabwe than going for a coach who they believe can take the, the team to higher height. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a welcoming news. We, we will accept it and then give all our support. But I mean, what do you make of the fact that the club announces him saying that he's joining the technical team, but not actually telling us exactly what his role is going to be? I mean, for a lot of uh, soccer lovers, myself included, that is a bit confusing because we didn't know that there's a vacancy there, seeing that now he's being appointed to that position, leaving a position of being a head coach at Lamontville Golden Arrows, being appointed as a technical team member in Orlando Pirates with the role not really being specified. Yes, that's 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 a bit confusing because um, many people will want to know the position he's coming to take or the, the role he's coming to play in the technical team. But the, the the announcement wasn't specific about the role he's coming to play in Orlando Paris. Mm. That is why many people are raising the questions that probably he might be coming to replace Joseph Zimbabwe because. Zimbabwe and Orlando Paris have not stretched out issues to part with. That is why they were unable to give the actual role of him. But I think um, for him to accept that he's joining Orlando Paris, probably he might know the specific role he's coming to play in the club. Mm. And the new, I mean, does it speak to the fact that uh, football is changing in the way that a lot of teams now here in South Africa, it seems like they are trying to break the mold as far as how a football technical team is supposed to look like. I mean, we saw at Kaiser Chiefs where they appointed Mulefinzeki in a role that a lot of us never even heard of. At Mamilodi Sundance, they're also doing their own thing there with appointing two co-coaches and then naming that one co-coach in Mangobamiliti will actually have, a, you know, a say, his word will stay if there is no consensus and they're also now appointed instead of an assistant coach they have what you call a senior coach in Steve Compella yes um, that's 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 um, new ways of doing things um, if you followed football you see you've seen that football is changing every single day mm. look at what Pep Guardiola is doing with Manchester City look at what um, Thomas Tuchel is doing with Chelsea in, in, in Europe if you come to Africa, Orlando, uh, teams like Mamelodi Sundowns are doing their own thing. They are having three coaches. 
Well, that has happened in Mamelodi Sundowns before. So that wasn't um, a, a bit a bit surprised when um, they announced the three coaches. But um, since football is evolving, since football is changing every single day, mm. new teams are coming up. So we have to accept the decisions of the management. They don't know what they've seen, that they believe that if they go this way, it will help the club. If the club is successful, I don't think everybody will question the, the, the way and manner the, teams, the team is being coached or the team is being managed. Once there's a success, nobody cares about who is the coach, who is not the coach. That's true. That's so, so true. If you've just joined us, we are talking to Sokanet writer there, Nuhu Adams. He joins us all the way from Ghana. Now, Nuhu, let's turn our attention now and focus on Kaiser Chiefs and their performance there against the Widad Athletic Club. And for those who didn't see the match, let me just give you the stats to paint a picture as to how things ended there. Shots taken. Widad took 28 shots, whereas Kaiser Chiefs only took three. In terms of shots on target, Widad had eight shots on target. Kaiser Chiefs had one, and that one shot on target was the one that was actually the goal at the end of the day. Ball possession, Widad 79% with Kaiser Chiefs 21%. Passes put together, Widad 670, Kaiser Chiefs only 183. Pass accuracy, Widad 86%, Chiefs 56. Fouls committed. Now, this, this tells you about the fact that Kaiser Chiefs were defending quite a lot because we did only, con- uh, what, they committed six fouls, whereas Kaiser Chiefs, they committed 24. Yellow cards, two for Chiefs, none for Widad. No red cards in the match, four offsides for Widad, only three for Chiefs. Corners, Kaiser Chiefs only had one corner kick, whereas Widad Athletic Club had 16. Now, that actually tells you that when it comes to that match, uh, Nuhu, Kaiser Chiefs really had a lot of work to do in terms of defending in that match. Of course, um, um, there are some teams when you face them, um, you, you, you wouldn't have in your mind that you're going to defend. But the way the team plays will force you to defend. I think that's what, uh, what, what Kaiser Chiefs did. They've been very, very solid in defense in the competition this season. They got 1-0 in Cameroon mm. in the prelims. They got 1-0 in Angola against Premier Rodrigo. It is only in the, the group stages we saw Kaiser Chiefs conceding. But they were able to get 2-2 in Guinea against Royal AC. And on that day, they had very good defense. And the goalkeeper was exceptional too. Uh, Bruce Bufuma um, coming in for Daniel Akpeyi and Itume Kune in the last few games has been very, very excellent. And that is one of the reasons why Kaiser Chiefs have been able to reach this, 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 this level. Let's give credit to Kaiser Chiefs. They've not been bad at away in the Cup Champions League this season. Out of seven away matches, they've managed three wins. They've drawn two and lost only two. Mm. Just that the two losses came with every scoreline, 4-0 against, um, with that in Burkina Faso, and then 3-0 against Simba. But um, in the Simba game, many people believe that Kaiser teams had already killed the game in, in Johannesburg by scoring that four goals. So, for Simba to score three goals, three, four yep. anything that, that was going to be a threat to Kaiser Chiefs. But I think the inclusion of um, Stratbuster to the technical team of Kaiser Chiefs, um, together with Delon Shepard and, and the other coach, they did extremely well. They read with that athletic club. They met them in the group stages. They identified the weaknesses of the team and then passed on it. They were just sharp in the attack, mm. led by Samoan Ankovic, three shots, 
one on target, one goal. That's excellent. Um, with that, we're able to get more than 20 shots, but very few were able to go to the goalkeeper. So it should tell you that Kaja Chiefs, um, having met with that in the group stages, learned so much about them, identified their weaknesses, and then took advantage of that to get the win. Mm. And then, I mean, just looking at, uh, you touched a bit there on uh, Bruce Vuma, the goalkeeper. I mean, what a stellar, stellar performance from him last night. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for him, uh, we'd be talking a different result altogether with this match. That's that's true. Um, even in the Simba AC where Kazakhstan lost 3-0, yeah. it was Bruce Vuma who did excellently well to prevent some of the, the shots go- going into the net. In Johannesburg, when Kaiser Chiefs won, four goes to zero, Bruce Buhuma once again produced excellent performance to make sure Kaiser Chiefs keep a clean sheet in that game. So the keeper has been immense for Kaiser Chiefs, and that's, that's a, 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 the quality you always need when you are playing in continental games. Yes, Kaiser Chiefs have not been, been doing so well domestically, but continentally, the performance has been very, very impressive. Let, let's give credit to Kadatis and the team. They have the quality. Daniel Cardoso, Eric Matongo, um, Leonardo Castro, Bernard Parker, um, Samuel Nankovic. These players have been playing in CAF. Um, they've been playing in African Cup of Nations. They've been playing in continental games. So playing at this level, it's nothing of, of a different thing to, get to them. Uh, in the return leg, Probably Kamabiliat, Nebogang, Manyama will also be available for selection. Mm. And the team keeps improving. I believe Qatar teams, in one way or the other, have about 70%, 80% um, in the the, the finals of the Cup Championship. This is their first attempt. And that is why I'm very, very impressed. They've exceeded their target. They've exceeded what many people expected of them. Mm. Nobody thought Kaiser Chiefs would be able to reach even the quarterfinals of the CAF Champions League. But here they are, one foot in the finals. That's massive. Yeah, no, that is quite massive indeed. I mean, they're, you know, they're debutants when it comes to this tournament. And there they are, one foot into the final. But now, let's talk about this. What do you think is the reason why Kaiser Chiefs is doing so well in the CAF Champions League, but they struggled in the domestic league? Only, of course, in the domestic league to shine two days after, well, in, in the last two matches after the coach, Gavin Hunt, was shown the door and Arthur Zwani was in charge there with Dylan Shepard. Yes, um, w- w- one thing is that when you are playing in a domestic league, it's quite different. The teams you are playing against know everything about you. But when you are playing outside teams, many of them know little about you. And this is a knockout competition. No matter how you win it, you advance to, to, to the next round. Mm. We, many people have been hailing Jose Mourinho, for, for what he did at Chelsea, being able to eliminate Barcelona, playing defensively. That's how it is. Football is about how you win, not how you play or how beautiful you, you string passes together. Kaiser Chiefs know that this is, the, this is a knockout competition. You play ugly, you get the results you need. You go away with, with whatever qualification or um, promotion that you get. So I think... Um, Playing the league, maybe may um, Gavin Hunt that time was 
having the belief that even if they lose today, they will still win the next game. Mm. But in the in, in the cup competition, when you lose today, it might be the end of you in the competition. But you try as much as possible, go in with all the materials you have, try as much as possible, get the results that you need, not necessarily how beautiful you are playing or how entertaining you are playing, but the results is very key. So I think um, that is one, one thing that is keeping Orlando um, uh, Kaiser teams going in this competition. Mm. And then, I mean, last night we saw, like, uh, and I even gave you the stats with how we that Casablanca actually played, really, really taking the game to Kaiser Chiefs. But what is it that went wrong for them that they just couldn't close out this game by getting even a goal in there? Well, um, one thing is that um, we that underrated Kaiser Chiefs more because they had beaten them 4 0 in Burkina Faso. How much more? Playing them in Casablanca, but they 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 they, they, they were lost. They mm. no, they 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 did not have the idea as to what kind of formation, what kind of tactics, Kadatsis were going to play yesterday, and that got them. They created chances, but as I said, Bruce Buhuma, the defenders of Kadatsis, together with Wula Katende in midfield, did extremely well just to make sure they keep with that athletic at bay. Don't allow them to score, and you are good to go. Yeah. Now, let's uh, focus our attention there and talk about Bito Musimane's side, Al-Ali. I mean, sure, it's not a surprise for you because uh, in the last five matches, Esperance only won one with a 3-0 win of Al-Ali in 2018. Would you say that it was not really a surprise for you that uh, this result came about with Al-Ali getting an away win, 1-0 there over Esperance? Yes, um, Ali have been a thorn in the flesh of Esperance in recent times. The last six or the last five visits before yesterday, um, Ali had four wins out of the five, losing just one in the finals of the 2018 CAF Championship. Mm. But notwithstanding that, Ali has always gotten a very good scoreline when they go to Egypt, um, when they go to Tunisia, sorry. I remember the, in one of the finals, they had to go to CS faction in Tunisia to beat them. In one of the finals, too, they, they had to go to Tunisia to beat a transportation trial. So that record was a motivation for Ali. No matter the intimidation, no matter the, the, the chaos, Ali knew they have upper hand over a transportation Tunisia, and they were able to get that victory. Let's give credit to Piso Mosman. Yesterday, he outplayed a transportation Tunisia. Mm. Every in the game went in favor of Ali and that was perfect for Ali. Pizza Mosmani doing extremely well. Um, since he took over the, 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 the team from Ali, many people believe um, Renevela, who was the, 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 the predecessor, the predecessor yes. um, did, the, yeah, did the job for, for Pizza Mosmani to win the Cup Champions League. But Pizza Mosmani started a, a new competition in the Cup Champions League and he is one foot in the finals. So we have to give credit to Pizzo Mosmani. He has shown that he is one of the greatest managers or one of the greatest coaches in African football. Mm. And then, I mean, Pizzo Mosmani has been in this position before with Sundowns, you know, managing to take Sundowns to the final and even winning the CAF Champions League. Does this give him the edge going into the second leg? 
Well, I, I can say the second leg is probably done and dusted. There's no way Ali Ali will sit for a sponsor to come and overturn. Yes, in football, anything can happen. We know how solid Pitsumo's money is when he's playing at home. So it will be very difficult for um, a sponsor team to, to, to overturn this. They will only need a miracle. Yes, if miracle happens in football, that's what a sponsor will need to overcome. And they and do, it, hey? Where, <laughs> Miracles yeah, do happen from, in football. From, <laughs> <laughs> from where I sit, there's no way as far as we'll be able to eliminate Ali. Ali are already in the finals and probably will be playing against Kaiser in the final. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you that as to, now, if we say Ali is in the finals, who are they likely to face there? Do you feel that Kaiser Chiefs can actually go into the final there? Yes, um, Kaiser Chiefs, um, this season at home are very, very impressive. Yes, they, they, they are not playing flamboyant football. They are not playing entertain, entertaining football, but they, they are chalking their results. If you look at home this season in the Champions League, they are unbeaten. And I think they will be able to keep the, that unbeaten run against without in the second leg. And we will see Kaiser Chiefs in the final. Kaiser Chiefs early finals is, is, is just going to be amazing. Pistol Motsimani against Stuart Basta. That's going to be a mind-blowing game. Mm. And I mean, I know that uh, when it comes to the CAF Champions League final this year, it's a one-match game, isn't it? Yes, it's going to be a one-off game mm-hmm. in Morocco. So, Kaza Chiefs, that's, that's why I, I can see the Amakosi fans having the belief that they can win the, the, the competition because this is a final. No matter how you win it, you got away with the trophy. So it's going to be an interesting final if we have Ali and Kaza Chiefs. Mm, it's going to be a very interesting one. And I mean, uh, who would you predict would take it? I mean, when it comes to Bizo Musimane, there was a time when he was in the final for the first time and there was a time when he won it for the first time. And Kaza Chiefs, uh, should they keep the momentum, they will find themselves in the final. It's going to be for the first time for them. And who knows? Yes, um. Kaiser Chiefs have nothing to lose. Um, they've exceeded their, their target. They've gone beyond their expectation. So the finals will probably be a bonus to them. They will just go and entertain themselves. They will just go and enjoy themselves in, in the final. But when they win it, it's a bonus. Mm. On paper, everything will be in favor of Piso Mosmani and Ali. The statistics, the match facts, everything will be in favor of Ali. And Ali are favorite when they get to the final. But there's no way you can underrate Kaiser Chiefs. You undermine them at your own peril. Mm. And I mean, what, a, uh, uh, what is it, a gift it will be for uh, the chairman of Kaiser Chiefs, Kazam Daung, that, I mean, uh, when it comes to their 50th uh, anniversary as a club, they lost the league basically in the second half, in the dying moments of uh, that match there that they did play. But I mean, uh, crowning their performance with the CAF Champions League and a star, becoming the third African team to get a well, South African team to have a star above their badge. I mean, that, that will be actually really, really uh, great for the team here in South Africa. It's going to be historic because um, Kaiser teams are doing this um, without signing new players at the beginning of the season. You remember they, they got banned mm. um, from, from, from signing new players at the beginning of the season. So Kaiser teams are only using the materials available to them. They are only using the players available to them. Kama Billiard hasn't been consistent this season. 
He has been suffering injuries here and there. Lebogang Manyama, not consistent. Um, he has been going back and forth with injuries. Metumela um, Okune, Daniel Apeyi, all of them have been going out and coming back. So this is going to be historic for Kazakhs if they are able to win the CAF Champions League. They are winning the CAF Champions League without being the best of teams, but that's going to be massive. It, it will be one of the historic moments in African football. And I think um, Kaiser teams are capable of doing it. Ramakosi fans, yes, they don't believe in the team, but I can tell them there's a time to have belief in the team. They can do it. Nuhu, thank you so, so much for your time and your expertise this afternoon. And uh, yeah, we'll chat again soon. Thank you very much for having me. That is uh, Nuhu Adams there, Soccernet writer, right here on Radio 2000 on the touchline, talking about the CAF Champions League, talking about the fact that uh, he sees a Kaiser Chiefs Al-Ali final in that tournament there. What do you make of his analysis? 060-584-2250 and 089-110-2000. That is the number to call. Well, let me give you something nice and smooth. It is uh, Hirzel by none other than Andreas Vollenweider.